All right, all right. I'm here with my main man, Lennox. What's going on, Lennox? I'm doing all right. How you doing? How you doing, man? <laughs> doing all right. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, Lennox is the, I guess, owner? Is the owner and operator of Hush Nights in Atlanta. If you don't know what that is, it is a trans strip event that happens every week in Atlanta at this dope facility called Tokyo Valentino. Been there myself. Um, and just check it out. It's a, it's a very cool, sex-positive space. It's got everybody in there. Cis women, cis men, everybody who's there. It's, it's really interesting because um, I've never seen any place like it. You know, it's, it's so many different kinds of people there. And, you know, a lot of really from my from what I saw, most of the people there, they're just voyeurs. They're just walking around to see what they yeah. can see. Ain't nobody really, you know, I, I mean, I have seen some some people get down on a couple of things here and there while I was there. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't like uh, everybody get down right now. It was very, uh, I don't know, people were a little restricted, but the, the space um, does allow people room to be free and liberated and you know what they want to try out and all that stuff but outside of the venue um lennox man uh-huh. tell everybody a little bit more about yourself before we uh jump into this until until the event well uh i'm originally from new york i've been down here about 20 years uh, a little over 20 years mm-hmm. uh, i am trans attracted like i said that's where i got the motivation for something like this to happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hardworking, that's all. <laughs> all right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out New York. And, you know, you've been in ATL long enough. You are definitely an ATLian by now. So. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, tell me about, you know, your, your, the, the, the history, I guess, like your story and getting... I guess the, the story that get, that got you from A to B, which is, you know, Hush Night, because I, I talked to a, a mutual friend of ours and he told me, like, you know, y'all uh, y'all tried a few ventures before you got to Hush Night. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess I could start with, I guess, my attraction with, with trans women. I, uh, when I got, when I, when I got out the service, I had dated a trans girl, oh, sure. and um, and then even after we had broke up, there was a while where I was when I was uh, working different jobs, and then when I would go to strip clubs, um, I would sit there and I was wondering, like, you know, why why don't they have something like this for trans women? Like, this is I know I'm not the only guy who was into this, and um, so then I went to the, uh, I went to another club on the West side of Atlanta. Um, and I started out, I started out with them. I asked them, uh, could I, out one night, um, I was driving a taxi cab also. And, um, the owner was like, yeah, yeah. When can you start? You do it next week. And I was just like, I didn't know. So I had to figure, I had to figure that out. And, um, I started calling all the trans that I, that I knew, and um, I got a lot of no's, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of no's before I got to uh, a yes who was Toy the Body, and I had this really, I, yeah. She was your first yes. 
She was my first. Wow. Okay. 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 Starting off at a good point. <laughs> and I didn't really didn't know who she was. I was just working. I was just calling. I was making phone calls, and it was it was supposed to be a big hiring event where we were going to hire a whole bunch of trans. And I had it like all right, and I was trying to get all these trans to come in at one time and let's you know choose a dancer. But she was the only one. It was raining. It was storming too that night, and she was sitting and she was like. And she heard my spill about it. She was like, you know what? I could I could see this helping out a lot of young girls and stuff like that. I could see this, you know, being bigger than what you're trying to make it to be. And um, and yeah, so she jumped on a she did a flyer, and that uh that encouraged other girls to come that first night, like uh uh Safari Star mm-hmm. and uh, another dance of mine named Touch and Bus. Those were the three big first ones. And um, after that, uh, after that first night, I got into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> um, and while dealing with that, I was trying to keep Hush Night afloat. But that's when I had uh, um, another gentleman. Uh, it's okay for me to name uh, Stan Lucas had mm-hmm. came in and and he helped me out. He said, "Look, I, I think I could see you doing this." And Stan was really deep into the community and stuff. So uh, we we uh, we continued with that club, but even then, it was kind of struggling because I knew I, I started to to uh, realize that the type of event that it was, it couldn't be done in a in a in an LGBT spot. It couldn't be done in a gay club because the customers that we have don't consider themselves to be gay, LGBT. So those guys who are in the trans strippers are not into a a drag show. Like, you know, it's just, it's not for them. So I had to take it from there and I took it to an actual strip club. Um, uh, Stan had made that connection with the actual, with the, with the strip club and um Toya, she she was the one who got it on media takeout. And oh. all like we had so many people on it's somewhere on my it's somewhere on my Facebook where you can see and go down the list of people making a whole bunch of death threats and all that stuff on 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 the uh, on that post and it was like Somebody should go in there and shoot up, shoot the place up. And I'm just sitting here like, so you mean tell me you're going to go in here, shoot this place up and kill all the people, just end up in jail and be with somebody that you came in there to shoot up. <laughs> that yeah, makes, made no sense to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of dancers from all over the city came in there. They came in there for the sole purpose to try to hate and try to see which guys were coming in there looking for these girls and and try to expose them, but they end up having fun. A lot of them end up having fun, but there were a few dancers that was there who didn't like um, that they were that they were coming in there into their space and making all this money. Uh, I remember there was one dancer. Are you talking had, about the cis women mm-hmm. and that was already dancing at the strip club? Yeah, they, they had a problem with it. Okay, because the mm-hmm. girls was make because the, the trans women that was stripping made they was making so much money. Yeah, there was one guy. Okay. He, went, he was throwing fifty dollar bills like there were ones. I've never seen this before. It's just like mm-hmm. he was throwing them, 
And you could see there was one cis girl who was on the stage and she was making her heels just clap like obnoxiously loud to get everybody's attention. Nobody was paying attention to her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, after a while, the owner, um, he saw that it was either going to be because even he got some backlash from the customers and mm-hmm. his regulars. And he saw that either he would have to keep it, um, be 100% uh, trans or 100% cis. He, he knew that it was no, there was no in between. So he said, you know, he was, he was a little bit older. He was like 64. So he was a little bit older in the game. And he said, I'm, I'm a little too, too, um, too old to start all over again. So I'm just going to go ahead and cut it. But I kind of felt that he was going to go that way. So I went to, I went to the club, uh, I went and um, checked out Tokyo Valentino, mm-hmm. and they uh, um, and it was before we had left the other club. And uh, the the um, the GM was calling my phone, blowing my phone up uh, constantly. And he was saying, um, um, I, and I didn't answer my phone. I didn't answer his call. But then one day after we had after the owner had. Um, after the only at the strip club told us to stop, I had uh, I had finally picked up his phone call, and he said, "I want you to come out and check, take a look at it." And I was just like, "You know, well, let me just go ahead and check it out." And I checked it out, and um, and yeah, it was <laughs> from there. I think it's been since 2017, October 2017. So we've been. Oh, y'all here. been doing it in the same venue since then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We, we bounced at other spots, at other locations mm-hmm. in between that time too. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been there with Tokyo Valentino uh, since since 2017. Oh wow! Uh, and that's the and the uh, and the name of Hush Night that came all the way from when we were at the other club with with Toya and yeah, mm-hmm. it just stuck. It was it was something that. You know, I knew that guys who are into trans women, um, you know, that, you know, it's mostly DL culture. So I, get, I gave it a name where they could feel comfortable to come in, mm. but also not say the name trans night or something like that. It could just come yeah. in, look for hush night, you know, feel welcome and all that stuff. Um, wow. I mean, that's, I, I say that's amazing to be able to build a brand around, uh, you know, words that don't really say what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's really remarkable that the word trans is nowhere in the name of your event at all. But people know what it is and people show out for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I knew that that it would. Um, and I knew that at some point I'm not going to be the only one on the block doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew at some point I had to have a name and a brand recognition, build a brand for it. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so, you know, oh, I, I guess there's, well, first off, I, we're, we're going to we're gonna air some of the uh, promo footage that you got out there. So people actually know what this is, who's on this, all this kind of stuff. Because people have, you know, there are men who are watching this. They've never been to any event like this. They don't know what it looks like. They don't know what kind of girls are there. They don't like, you know, because I mean, really, let's let's be real. 
a lot of people live out in areas where there's just not that big of a community. There aren't events, you know, uh, there's, there's only so many cities in the country where they have this kind of stuff. And frankly, I live in Houston. They don't have anything like this in Houston. Uh, you know, somebody uh, tried to do something like this. Uh, actually, okay, so uh, this guy tried to launch a thing called Colors, where it was like an LGBT uh, strip club, whatever. Like, he tried to keep making a consistent business where it was like, we're going to give something, we're going to give everybody something. But mm-hmm. what really ended up happening from what I saw was it was just, you know, something for the fellas. It was just a bunch of gay men and then, you know, maybe a cis woman here or there, but like trans women didn't really show up for their for they stuff. Like it wasn't really it. So it, it, I mean, eventually it just crumbled and it that it's not it's not a thing anymore. They don't have it anymore. But you know, somebody tried they tried to serve everybody said to be specific, but you know, it's Houston is a large city and we don't have anything like that here. Um, but I am seeing these events pop up more and more across mm-hmm. the country. Which is was is truly fascinating. I'm sorry, let me add that thing. Here is nope. We do it like this. All right, there we go. Oh, let me hit the old play button. So yeah, so those are uh, these are the promo videos from from Hush Night. You know, playing right next to us, so you know exactly what Hush Night is. And I really do like the venue. The venue is unique in itself because I've never seen a. Um, such an inclusive sex positive space where like i mean it, people will like people do have sex there like you can look over and you know i, I mean i i went i went there and i'm just walking through and then this this guy digging this girl out like oh dang okay they had like a dark room up in there they had a bondage room up in there they had uh-huh. private little rooms you don't even have to pay money like you don't have it's like a rent a room it was just little rooms anybody could go into. It was uh, it was quite interesting. I've never seen a place like that. Well, on the weekends we do it slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the weekends it, it is more open. Mm-hmm. On uh, hush night, hush night is kind of turned into a stripper, uh, kind of a strip club theme. Mm-hmm. So this so wait, is is a strip club full nude. Um, no, it's not full nude because okay. in Georgia, uh, the girls can't get all the way nude. They can go yeah. topless. Well, trans can go topless, mm-hmm. but they can't um, be all the way nude. Um, so there's a certain way I have to do it when it comes to Hush Night. And okay. um, not only that, but uh, even certain certain freedoms that happens there on, on Hush Night uh, is... Is kind of taken away to help the girls uh, profit and help the girls because they're there to dance and they're there to make money and oh yeah, it's for the tips. Gotta make yeah, the tips and to get certain girls in there, like uh, 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 like uh, Spicy Sierra that's playing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, she she's not. You know, it, it's got to be it, it's this it, got to be something to encourage her to come in and. I know every guy think that you know they're awesome and they can and and that's all they need, but you know <laughs> the way society. Well, no, it's a strip club. <laughs> you, you got it. The dancers are there for tips. They're there for money. They're not there to actually like be your best friend, be nice <laughs> to you, get to know you, be your girlfriend. 
That's not what it is. Like, uh, I'm sorry. It annoys me. It annoys me when um, when goobers try to act like, you know, they can actually turn any of these girls. Like, really? But just go in there, have fun, pay your money, watch some, look at some stuff, and then go home. Like, I, I'm no no lie. I'm, I know I just kind of sidetracked this whole thing, but it just annoys me. I, I like strip clubs. And when when dudes just like try and fuck with the sit, fuck with the program, I hate it. I hate it. I had a buddy uh, who was like sitting there. I mean, I was ready to go, and this dude had me there waiting until the strip club closed because this girl was getting private dances with him nonstop, and had him thinking that she was gonna leave with him to go to Waffle House after the club closed, and I'm like. Waffle House. <laughs> what? Oh, oh man. man! Actually, yeah. that time was at um, that was at uh my first that was at uh, my first time at Tokyo Valentino, which uh I guess was not a hush night. It was a I think it was a Sandy Michelle thing. They flew all the girls out from New York, but this dude had his head turned. He really thought this girl that flew in from New York, who I mean, I'll just say like any of the guys out there who watch you know, transport or whatever, you've probably seen this girl work. Uh, mm. it, it's just, you know, no, dude. Be real. Be real. <laughs> just show up, throw some money, have some fun, and then and then peace out. You know, it, it's, it's that simple. I just, I, I just I, it annoys the hell out of me when these dudes be trying to fake the fun. Um, well, I do have a lot of girls who come from out of town and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do have um, when I do have uh, um, hush, like those are one of the rules that I have is that uh, I tell them don't leave home with the guys, don't leave out the guys. You're here, a lot of these mm. guys have in their head that you're spending, you know, that you're that you're made thousands of dollars in cash, and mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of them will try, will try certain stuff like that and try to. Take them, and that's how you have, you know, bad incidents happen and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, but I'm glad you coach them up in that way because um, I'm gonna just be real with you. Uh, this crop of young girls, they got some bad attitudes. They do not know customer service to save their fucking lives. And I, I promise you, I, the last time I went to a, 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 I went to a strip event, and um. This it was two girls there, it was two mm-hmm. trans girls there, and one was cool and she was talking because I came with a, a few guys. He was talking with the guys, and the other one was just sitting there on her phone and just had like this stank attitude aura about her. But man, she you're there to dance and make money and make tips. Guess what that means? You got to play up to them. We don't got to roll to you and try to spit game at you. We we got money throwing dollars. <laughs> That's what this whole thing is about. And I was just like, "What? Why are you messing with this?" Yeah, I tell them all the time. You know, when oh. when you come to the to the strip club world, it's not like how they think that it's it is in the rap videos. Um, mm-hmm. These, you know, it, the roles are reversed. The 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 um, uh, chivalry and all that stuff is kind of thrown out the window. That's on the dancer. You know, they come in there to. Uh, like I said, the guys come in there to spend money. And a lot of these guys are, you know, and some of these guys, it's not that they don't want to, 
come up and talk. They're socially awkward, so they have to get over that huh. and they have to come out and talk to them. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the guys at the strip, uh, the guys that would attend the trans strip events, they're not going to be the fucking debonair, charismatic trade that you want to fuck and run run away with. Like that. What the fuck? Like it's I don't know. I'm, it, it's it's just we we all know what this is. You just show up and have some fun. Make the most of it. You make your money. I the guys that spend their money have fun. Chat the girls up, whatever else. Everybody go home separately and just be cool with it. I ain't gonna lie. I I, I love. I, I really do like strip clubs. Like when I lived in Atlanta, I was at Magic City every Monday. <laughs> Like that was one of my things, because I had a weird schedule, so I was off on like Sun. I was off on Monday and Tuesdays. Ain't, um, ain't, I mean, it, it ain't nothing cracking harder than Magic City on a Monday night. So <laughs> that's where I was. But it was just like the 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 the, the, the rules. The roles are clearly defined. I don't have to like placate with you. I don't have to worry about you catching any vibes off of me. I, you don't have to worry about me thinking I'm gonna go home with you. We we're here. We're gonna have drink. We're gonna catch a vibe in this. Dope ass venue here. Have some drinks and go home. Mm-hmm. I'm not like it is. What I had some fun with my boys. We gonna drink, kick it, laugh, tell jokes, see some shit, and go home. And it's just <laughs> like nobody, no man goes in there thinking, "Oh, she really liked me." I'm the, I'm the one. But you know, the expectation for the girl shouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna find him tonight." Uh. <laughs> And, and 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 it's not like it, it doesn't happen because I do have a lot of young girls who it, you know and, and sometimes um, these girls are human. Uh, sometimes yeah. girls, you, you're gonna sometimes you might see that guy who who is interested in them, um, mm-hmm. and and um, and they're gonna want to they're, they're gonna want to uh, to leave with them. Um, uh, so. So I, 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 so you know, so so I, I. That's why I tell them, you know, uh, get their number, set set that up for for a later time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I guess that's the thing about the Tokyo Valentino like venue mm-hmm. is frankly that that's what I found so interesting about it was like not only are there strip events or just events happening here, mm-hmm. but um. It's also uh, what do you call it? I mean, fuck, people can have sex there, and it's not illegal. It's not weird. And security ain't gonna run up on you. Like it's, they really do. Like they let you do whatever you want to in their space. Yeah. And I, I was like, wow, that's this is where y'all hold the events. Okay, this is different. It, it's, it's. I just have never seen anything like it, man. But. Um, I, I guess space. <laughs> it, it is. It's something else. Uh, Tokyo Valentino, anyway. It's not much so, you know, you're 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 a trendsetter and running this event. You know, these 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 things are very much uncommon. And you know, really, you were ahead of the pack on this, mm-hmm. on organizing events like this Hush Night, this Trans Strip Night. Um, but you know, for the guys out there who are curious about what it takes to do this, you know, uh, uh, help us understand, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the pitfalls, you know, of running this? Like, what are some, some of the things guys should really be on the lookout for, or just things that you've noticed that you run into, you didn't expect to, you know? 
Um, uh, I guess the money potential in this. Um, well, not the money potential, but the backlash from the uh, from the owners, the club owners, trying to get this to go when when I was because uh, usually I'm looking for a, a actual club, a regular club to run Hutch Night out of on a seven day uh, or six day a week um, on a six day a week trying to kind of thing. And the powers that be who has the keys to the clubs and all that stuff um, still don't want it a part of that, still don't want it in there. And uh, no matter how much money it makes, no matter how much uh, profit potential it has, um, they still you know, it, it's still a lot of bigotry in it. Um, because even at rumors, I mean, <laughs> even at the club on the uh, South side, we, uh, we we made pretty good money. And for, you know, I, like I thought, you know, the whole saying, you know, if it, don't, if it don't make money, it don't make sense, but it made money. Why is it not making sense? And uh, that was one of the things where it had me, um, where Tokyo Valentino had to call me a couple of times to get me to come out there because I, I got a little bit discouraged at, at one point. Um, the other thing is, is dealing with the drama. I knew there would be drama, but I didn't realize how much drama I would have with certain girls and stuff like that. And, uh, um, you know, um, and then also kind of being in a way, kind of a father figure for a lot of these, for a lot of these dancers and stuff. Um, there is things that they have where, um, I mean, they, like for, for the longest, I would hear about trans violence and I, you know, and I was wondering like, okay, like I know this is happening, but it hasn't happened to us for a good little minute. Like we we were in it for a good minute before anything happens. And then next thing you know, um, first the DJ, uh, DJ Shirtoff, he was he was injured. Um, yeah, he was shot. Um, he survived, but it was pretty bad. Um, and then touching bus who. Um, was one of your first. Yeah, she was one of my first, mm -hmm. and also me and her had a relationship, and um, and she was going out somewhere in an over, and uh, they attacked her and they tried to rob her, and she was shot, and um, she made it to the hospital where she was able to um, talk and tell what happened. But she slipped into a coma, and um, and yeah, she was she's like uh, muscle atrophy set in when she came out of a coma. So she's kind of like like a paraplegic. So she's kind of like, she's like temporarily paralyzed. And mm. um, going out there and trying to help her mom out, um, and then of course uh, toy the body. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Um, and before Toy the Body, it was, 
like right before Toy the Body, it was uh, Stowe who was killed in, um, uh, she was killed out in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, and then of, of course, um, Hollywood Coco. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other girls in between, in between there, between her. But yeah, dealing with a lot of the trans violence and seeing it and knowing these girls firsthand, and um, yeah, yeah, that was that. That's that. That's the tough part. You know, um, that's something that I've I've said on the show previously, in previous episodes, because you know, with some of the conversations we have on the show is really to help prepare men for what the experience would be like, you know, uh, uh, getting a mesh in the community, forming connections, you know, forming friendships and all that stuff. And, you know, death is a part of it. You know, if you're in, if you're around long enough, there will be girls that you know that are not here anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just people will go. And um, sadly, that's just the reality of the situation, even in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's just people that just ain't here no more, whether, you know, they've been killed or they, you know, died from illness, complications, whatever, suicide, who knows? It's a whole host of reasons. But, um, yeah. you know, that's that's definitely the real side of this um, thing. And, uh, you know, my condolences to you and the Hush family for, you know, enduring all those and, you know, continuing to go on, you know, all right. What should first timers know before they attend their first Hush Night event? What are some things you would like for them to know before they show up? Um, <laughs> you're gonna see. You prepare yourself. You're gonna see the most beautiful trans women that you've ever seen in <laughs> in person. Um. Um, be kind, be respectful. Um, yes, they're dancing um, and they're here to entertain you, not to be, you know, uh, not to be, have their, not, not to have your, not to force your will upon them. Um, uh, of course, uh, uh, money makes them happy. So, you know, <laughs> make sure you, uh, make sure you support them. They always love support. Um, and you just be prepared to be entertained. That's it. Be respectful and be prepared to, to be entertained. Mm. Y'all don't have any like bottle service or anything in there, do y'all? No, not at this time. We, yeah, it's a, it's a no, um, uh, uh, it's a BYOB. So yeah, we don't serve any liquor or anything like that. Um, okay. I was but- giving away liquor at one point. Um, oh. I can say that on here now because mm-hmm. um, they did they did rate us and they and they and um, they fined me for it, but I was giving it away, so I wasn't selling. It. Yeah, yeah, giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, are, so some so if I wanted to, I could bring my own. I could bring my a, a six pack in with me, mm-hmm. and. The, the security at Tokyo Valentino ain't going to stop me for bringing six cans of Bud Light or whatever. Mm-mm. Nope. Is, is it like a rule against like bottles or? We did at one point, but we took that rule. We took the rule out. Interesting. 
Okay. Okay. I had to ask about the bottle service thing because I'm more of a, you know, I, I'm, I'm old and crotchety. So gin pop ain't for me. I will get my own section, you know, <laughs> with me and the homies. Well, we'll get our own section. We ain't going to be out there like that. <laughs> sure. so, you, let me, you let me know when you come through and, and, and I'll take care of that for you. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I might have to go in my next life because uh, certain attachments ain't going to allow me to be there right now. No, so <laughs> for anybody who may be listening, uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's the line all the fellas got to give. But yeah, um, so last question though, you know, why, why isn't Hush Night in more cities? Why, why, why have, I guess what stop, what, what's stopping you from branching out? Like how, do, how are we not and Hush Night in Atlanta, Hush Night in Chicago, Hush Night in Houston, Houston. <laughs> Give us one to Houston. Uh, you know, Hush Night in, in in DC, wherever. You know, I know certain people are certain places are, are coming up with events, but um, you know, ain't none of them like Hush Night. And really, one of the things that I like about your events is um, because you know, one of the main things we okay as men, we get it. We get it, we get it, we get it. It's about the girls making money, and no man will look at a strip club like, oh, y'all gouging, that's a problem. It mm-hmm. is what it is. The girls, the women are here to make money, get money thrown at them. The, the, the club is here to make money, sell drinks at a high rate, all that stuff. But, uh, man, you got to understand, some of these other events, dude, like, I know guys that was like, man, I'm never going to another trans night event ever again because it's like, they get you forty dollars at the door. Then they get you for forty dollar drinks. My man, one of my guys, he went to, and I, I call it out. You don't got to speak on this, but you know, my one of my guys went to Susie Villa, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Man, I'm never." He only went there once. He was like, "You know, let me go see what this thing is all about." Paid forty to get in. Walk. There was girls hanging around outside, so we know what that was. And okay, he paid forty to get in. Then he sits down. And pays, uh, I think it was, what was it, 40 So he ordered, uh, he, he got two drinks that totaled $50. Uh-huh. And it was like, bro, I ain't even get a dance. I ain't get nothing from nobody. And I already paid $90 just sitting down. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, just the way, the, the way some of these venues really try to gouge the customers to get that extra money and I'm just like the fuck come on now I get you got to make your money at the door but Magic City's better than whatever the heck they do in that Susie Villa it just is if you ain't been to Magic City you don't know you need to go they only charge you $20 at, at Magic City okay mm-hmm. 20 <laughs> so like it's now I, I I'm not a big complainer about door prices nothing like that I know you got to pay your money but once you get above like 30 I'm like what y'all got this so special game? Uh, and, and, and is there a door fee at Hush Night before I get too deep into this? Well, yes, there is a door fee at Hush Night. Okay. Um, How much is the door fee? $27. See? Um, under my under my threshold. We good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, in, in their defense, you know, mm-hmm. to put something on like this, it, it definitely takes a little work. Um, and I get guys who... Uh, who gets who gets a little offended 
because they're like, why should I pay this? I, I don't pay this much at this club or this or that. But well, yeah, yeah, you go to that club, but you're not going to see these girls at that club. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got a specialty product, which totally makes sense. But what I like about your, your event is it's an actual strip club experience. So these a lot of these trans night events at some of these places, like I just mm-hmm. I've seen some I've I've seen some bad ones, you know I've walked in the spot and it's just a bunch of girls sitting around on their phones, ain't nobody dancing. It's just they they waiting to be propositioned for a private dance or proposition for private time and <laughs> fill in the blank with that one. Uh, where it's like, yo, where's the? Because I'm I like I said I like strip clubs. So I'm look I'm expecting a girl to be dancing. I'm expecting other girls to be walking around, you know. Maybe come take a shot with us, kick it, you know, uh, uh, go go dance on my boy sitting right over there, like whatever. <laughs> but it was it was it was some of the laziest, most awful shit, and it's just like that. True, and, I mean, and let's be real, Atlanta is special, and, uh-huh. and and when it comes to strip club culture, so like I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm, I'm when I, I come to your event the next time, I'm gonna be looking I'm like, okay, this Atlanta, I know it's gonna be cracking. Because <laughs> not all places know what it's what it's all about, man. Well, I I do um, from time uh, I do have times where we do go out of town. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been to Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. We've been to, uh, uh, of course, Vegas, um, and we're definitely working on other locations um, right now. Just today. Um, I, I got confirmed. I've been working on it for a couple of months, but we're supposed to be doing a theme cruise coming up. So, uh, definitely, cruise. yeah, definitely, Damn. definitely, y'all want to definitely come out. All right. So, what, uh, 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 what, where do they got Where the guys got to go? Well, actually, it's going to be on, on your website, right? Yeah, it's going to be on my website. Probably, All it's right. gonna, like, information and details are probably going to drop like, uh, Either Thursday or next week. Um, oh, that, well, that that'll, that that whole you might you got to say specific dates because who knows when this video is going to drop or when they're going to see it. So yeah, um, I'll say Thursday of next week. Um, they just getting the they just getting the website together. Um, to so that would be February the eighth of twenty twenty four. So if you're watching this in twenty twenty five, you missed it. <laughs> it's over. There might be another one coming right back around. Oh, but wow. uh yeah, go to hushnight.net if y'all need any more information on Hush Night in Atlanta or any more information on where they plan on traveling, what they plan on doing. Um, I for one absolutely love the idea of these strip nights, whatever else. And you know, frankly, um, I was actually talking to one of my friends a few years ago about like, yeah, if I get some money, I would love to start one of those. Cause I, I looked at it as a safety issue. I think it, it provides a way for some of these girls to make some money without putting their lives at risk. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. We don't want people getting hurt. We don't want people getting up in dangerous situations. We want to provide a safe environment for people to still make change. Everybody's happy. Everybody goes home and, and everybody's still alive. Yeah. Essentially, you know, um, Cause sadly, you know, the trans deaths is, it's just a problem. It's something that we need to put some brain cells towards, you know, figuring out different ways to stop it. I'm not saying the strip club is the ultimate solution, but I think it'd be a part of a solution yeah, in my mind. It's definitely, I definitely see it as like a social experience experiment mm-hmm. there. I don't know why I keep asking, 
I keep thinking about it, but yeah, this definitely looks like a social experiment experiment at uh, Tokyo Valentino because I see how everybody operates. Even mm-hmm. you'd be surprised, like it's not only guy customers that we have, we have female customers that come in. Oh yeah. And we have lesbian customers that come in. We have trans men that come in, you know, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of everybody. Everybody is kind of effectuated with these women. So, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, um, you know, something that I've been I've been learning about lately. I, it's I've actually been kind of blown away. Um, I had no idea cis women um, were into trans bodies as much as men really are. Cis men are like it. it they're ravenous for that shit, really. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, to the point where you know, it's I know cis women that will only deal with trans women. They want that and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. And it's 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 and and actually, um, I've been hearing more stories about uh, those relationships and obviously you know downsides, negative aspects of it, you know, because I I, I I insert myself in a certain trans space and I just sit and listen, uh-huh. hear people's stories, hear their experiences, but yeah, like uh, it's just there there's a, a a narrative out there that you know it's all these men, only men are fetishizing trans women, and only men are causing harm to women. I'm like, you haven't heard about any of these lesbian relationships because that shit is out there. I'm not even going to go into the trans men side of it, but just the cis women side of it and the cis male side of it, like, they're looking pretty uh, similar. In a lot of respects. I know it ain't one-to-one all all the way through. (laughs) I know that. I know, y'all. People on the the live stream commenting right now, I get it. I know Uh, it's not the same in all things, period. But I did see quite a, I saw a, a few similarities there. I'm like, oh, wow. So I mean, it, it definitely is because uh, trans women, um, majority of them, uh, you, you, they, they, they consume that femininity. So mm-hmm. they kind of take that femininity to the next level and stuff like that. And uh, certain guys kind of take advantage of that in certain ways. And some guys... Mm-hmm take advantage of it in a good way, um, you know, and it's, and I think it's just the way society kind of views trans women. So when they do have a relationship and, and this is, you know, quote, quote, up, well, if it's a, an abusive relationship, mm. um, you know, uh, they don't quite know how to handle it or they, um, yeah, and and nobody kind of takes it seriously, so you know they have they have their issue just like cis women do. Also. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've definitely seen some. Um, yeah, I've heard uh, guys. If you if you hang around long enough, form enough relationships, connections, you listen enough, you're going to hear about abusive relationships for whatever. Like trans women just end up being abused by cis men trans men, cis women, they just end up in these spots where, you know, the folks that they're with or that are with them just don't value them enough, don't respect them enough, you know, don't really see them as women and and the valued creatures that they really are. And they just, you know, they get controlling, they get all, it it gets nasty. Um, It gets nasty, but outside of all that, uh, 
we're just going to hope and pray that things change, you know, in terms of the safety of the women in the community. And I thank you again for offering a safe space for, you know, women in the community to make some money, to make some money, you know, without the, 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 the chance of being hurt, being taken advantage of, abused, whatever. So um, if y'all are ever in Atlanta, please check out Hush Night Atlanta. It's open every Thursday and Sunday night at Tokyo Valentino. Tokyo Valentino is in Buckhead, right? Uh, yeah, it's like in between Buckhead and, and Midtown, but we just say Buckhead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Cheshire Bridge Road. Um, it's a dope spot to get into the, the space. You got to go around the back. So you pull in there, you got to go down the hill, and it hits the door. So if you see Tokyo Valentino, you walk in, it's a sex shop. That's the upstairs. That's the front. You uh-huh. got to go around back to get to this three-story mega structure they have in that place with all all the shits all mm-hmm. the shits uh what in and hush night that looks like the second floor with the dj booth right yes that's the second yeah. floor dance floor yeah they got you know second floor it's it's a it's a nice big space um mm-hmm. there's definitely couches or seating like you know you can kick it i don't know if y'all move any of that out the way but i know there's like a little off duck offshoot room over there that you can just kick it and chill out at and all that junk. Um, but yeah, check it out, y'all. Um, I definitely support this. So please go and bring money. <laughs> bring money. Show your Don't love. show up and pay the door fee and stand around in the corner like a weirdo. Uh huh. Pay, bring money. Make <laughs> it rain, all right? Jeez. Well, thank all right. you for joining me, brother. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll connect again on a, another one of these episodes. I'm sure, especially in what Wobs to connect when I get to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you can come on a cruise and maybe we can do a podcast on the cruise with all the girls. Yeah, that'd be dope. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> bro. All right, man. Well, we're going to kick it right. We're going to kick it back to the regular show. And uh, appreciate appreciate having you on, brother. All right, man. I appreciate you.